7.45 on a Thursday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host, Eric. And I'm co-host, Ross. And this is a podcast where we take an episode of Always Sunny and we break it down scene by scene and we talk about all the little things in between. You know, we look stuff up, we kind of try to figure out references and jokes, and we just sort of uh, dissect it and discuss it. Good job, Eric. Thank you. It was probably the best one I've ever done. <laughs> it felt good when I was doing it, too. I never know what to say after you say that, <laughs> but I feel like there's an absence of like I that silence. To, I need you to know. respond somehow. Say something, right? <laughs> Today we're talking episode six, season eight, The Gang Gets a New Member. Original air date is November 4th, 2010, written by David Hornsby, Rickety Cricket, and directed by Matt Shakeman and Ross, what's that IMDB breakdown? A blast from the past prompts the guys to expand membership, and D to reconsider her future. Um. Any any uh, quick thoughts? Uh, quick thoughts. I would say it makes D connect to her past more than reconsider her future. Right to understand her present. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of something like that. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's fine. expand their membership they don't waste time writing these so i'm not gonna waste time (laughs) thinking about them okay fair (laughs) and ross what was going on in the world in 2010 when this episode was written well in 2010 well i don't know if you noticed in this episode you see some kids in the hall right yes we do in 2010 the kids in the hall came out with a miniseries about a it's like a murder mystery like dark comedy uh set in canada yeah, uh, famous comedian, Kids in the Hall member Dave Foley is in this episode. Did you watch Kids in the Hall? Yeah, a little bit. Not not this uh, th- not this miniseries that I'm talking about specifically. Too late. Uh, Death comes to town. That's but almost yeah. too late. I feel like I was watching Kids in the Hall way before that. Yeah, me too. About this time, we were getting into podcasts and like. Yeah, I we like, uh, but yeah, I remember liking Kids in the Hall. I don't really remember remember all that much of it, but I do remember like it being on and it being funny. Being funny, yeah. And I always like see Dave Foley pop up. He's he's funny. Oh, he's so funny, and I feel like him and Charlie play so well together. Yeah, he's a great straight like straight person, like actor, like the 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 being the the voice of reason like yeah it's it's such a hard role for me to play (laughs) yeah because i like to take things to bonkers town real quick but yeah as do i plays it so hard and stern yeah he plays it like real you know like kind of like it's yeah we'll talk about him when he comes up but yeah nice ross yeah so uh all right yeah let's get into it then cold open 11 30 a.m on a monday in philadelphia pennsylvania in the bar, Chelly does a dance as the gang opens up a time capsule. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, but. Time, open up the time capsule. It's, it's, a, it's a fun song to yeah. sing, right? Uh, I, I, I it got stuck in my head every time. I, yeah, I specifically like the time capsule, time capsule, like the second time you yeah. say that. Oh, open up the time capsule. <laughs> Russ, have you ever done or participated in a time capsule? Uh, yes, once when I was in uh, maybe fourth grade, Yeah. Uh, me and my friend Joe buried one, and a week later, he dug it up without me. Wow. Are you kidding a me? A week later. 
He couldn't wait. <laughs> what was in there that was so precious? Literally, I think baseball cards and stuff. Like little trinkets that meant like literally nothing. They were just things we had on hand at the time yeah. of the idea we came up with <laughs> for doing the time capsule. I have a vague memory of doing a time capsule for like school or something, like something to a grade school. Like we all put like something in a time capsule. And now that I think about it, I'm like, I don't remember what I put in there, but like, how would I like what? Who was digging this up, or is it being dug up, <laughs> or what was happening? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are the stru- what is like the system of a time capsule? Uh, someone's gonna be in charge. They have yeah. to keep track of all the time capsules. You know, the coordinates. So all, like who, all the numbers. So we we see the gang. Charlie's doing a very funny dance, but then we also see that the gang has what looks to be a like a military ammo box. Oh, that is like <laughs> a heavy looking metal yeah, box. I think it's I think it's a military ammo box. And where do they? What, what they so we we don't well, they just have the idea to dig this up? I guess I don't know. You know where did it come from? Well, I guess they buried it ten years ago. Well, I wonder where. Because you wish we could have seen like where they did this, or how, you know what I mean. And, like ten years ago, they were like twenty. <laughs> how old were they? I mean, they weren't. Well, that they're old. somewhere in their early thirties, right? Yeah. So they were probably 24, <laughs> they were 22. That's, like, that's too old to be burying a time capsule, I think. Time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the things they put in it, too, are strange. Like, childlike. Childlike, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, they got a time capsule here. Frank Frank says something interesting here. He goes, what is the time capsule butt butt? Did you notice that? That Frank says well, because they're singing like time capsule, time capsule, but, but, but I know Frank thinks it's like one word, like one phrase, time capsule, but but. Well, it does. It, watching for the first time, you probably don't even know what they're talking about. So Frank is doing the exposition. Yeah, uh, and so he they they let him know that there's this time capsule they buried it ten years ago. That was in so that was two thousand, the year two thousand. Yep, they buried this, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, they start pulling out some stuff here, and they they pull out a Greg Jeffries baseball card. Uh, do you know anything about Greg Jeffries? Greg Jeffries uh, was a baseball player. I think he was on like the Mets, or yeah. and uh, he actually retired in the year two thousand. Well, I was, uh, Ross, that's actually funny. which is funny for Mac <laughs> to say a future all star. All star. That's fun. well. I actually found some info on this. This is this is uh, this is from the. IMDB trivia in this mm-hmm. Ross to me is good trivia. I like this. This is what I want to hear. There's no like probably in it. No, there's no probabilities or just like <laughs> stating what exactly happened in the episode. Might have. <laughs> yeah. It's not saying like Jason Sudeikis is in this episode or something. Sometimes. <laughs> so this is what it says here about Greg Jeffries. Mm-hmm. He played only three and a half seasons with Philadelphia, 1995 to, to 98, by which time his best years were behind him. Mac Mutter's future all-star when looking at the card, but Jeffries was, uh, he was only, he was only like nominated twice for all-star elections before, before he played for Philly. And his status as a Hall of Famer, and it says likely what Mac meant, was never a possibility, making the card a fitting addition to the collection of ironically awful useless junk. Um... <laughs> So maybe that is the joke there. That's, but yeah, that, no, I, I think that was the joke. Yeah. Like, it's just funny, like, he retired. Like, the guy that retired that year is, <laughs> is going to be the all-star. I it's very, it's very funny. It's very strange, like, Greg Jeffries. Like, you know, I, I've never learned 
so much about sports. Philadelphia specifically sports. Philadelphia <laughs> sports. Like, I don't know that much about anything, any Boston-related or New England-related sports. Yeah, I couldn't name, like, five <laughs> Boston-based players on <laughs> all of their teams. <laughs> so, yeah, so you get the Greg Jeffries baseball card, and then he pulls out a corn CD. The the musical mm-hmm. the musical outfit corn you corn fan I think I owned one of their albums or it was given to me but sure. um I bought it I yeah. bought it I mean I mean I, I, I like uh, she likes that stuff album. and uh, you know I kind of I like it too I mean I, I kind of <laughs> do too <laughs> I mean I like it too. <laughs> uh, no I uh, yeah I mean I of course I tr- like listen to corn but. It never clicked. You know what I mean? It, it was very brief. Corn yeah. was like a, a, what is that called? A flash in the pan or something yeah, for me? Yeah, It wasn't my style. Yeah, it definitely was not my style. Uh, but I knew tons of people that listened to corn. I knew kids that had like corn tattoos. Right, but like at the time it was like the best I could find. Like I was in like eighth grade. Right, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so yeah, they have the corn CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they pull out a laser disc. Russ, are you familiar with laser discs? I know they exist. Uh, <laughs> what decade was this? A, a thing I would in? say I would say the eighties. Okay, I would say the eighties to the mid mid nineties because I I say that because I have a couple laser discs. I don't have a laser mm-hmm. disc player or anything, but I kind of like when I see them at at like. Yeah, you're a collector. Yeah, it's like a laser disc of a movie I like. I think it's just kind of funny, and I put it up like on my wall, basically, kind of like how you would do like a record or something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I actually have a laser disc of Terminator Two. So it's like they at least <laughs> made like that long. Like they were making laser discs up until at least Terminator Two, which is like pretty late in the game. Yeah, uh, Terminator Two was a good movie. Are you kidding me? It's like well, I yeah, watched it like maybe three or four years ago. It blew my mind. I was like, "This is great!" Oh, it's one of like it's like one of the best movies. Like it's just so awesome. Like it's fun and awesome and just yeah. I mean, that was James Cameron. Oh, that's a, this is a whole other podcast. What we talked about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so I and, and you know I got a couple of laser discs. I got like a Road Warrior laser disc and uh, Blade Runner and stuff like that. But, like, it's wild. They're as big as records. Like, I don't know if some of our younger listeners might not know this, but, like, right before DVDs came out, they had laser discs, which were which were the size of records. Big ass. Yeah, they were huge. C- yeah, CDs. They look like CDs, but they're the size of records. What, what, what are they made out of? They're a CD. It's a CD the oh, okay. size of so a it's plastic. <laughs> it's a so CD. it's like a, a record size CD. A record size CD. Yes, it's like it's like something you think like Futurama would do. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't <laughs> yeah, even yeah. Make sense. But yeah, it's this <laughs> big giant CD. And Ross, the craziest part was you would have to flip it. Like halfway through the movie, it would stop, <laughs> oh, and you'd no. have to flip it like a record. <laughs> they should have made them bigger then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were, you know, like when all that stuff was coming out, like Betamax and and VHS and and you know laser discs and CDs, like that race to be which one was the one that's gonna do it. Right, the technology that tops it all. Yeah, and just laser discs would not cut in it. I mean, no. But I mean, laser, they, they <laughs> laser disc had about as good of a run as mini CDs. Sure, like exactly, like like it had as good of a run as it could ever have hoped for. Like it got a Terminator Two made. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah, but uh, enough about. La- I I have a weird fascination with laser discs. <laughs> you sure do. I do because it's just like what a wild time where people were like watching movies on record-sized <laughs> CDs. It sounds flipping fake. them. It sounds fake. 
It's like the 8-track. It's just like bad technology. Yeah, but ju- yeah, it's just like, it's very, it's just very strange to think about. Uh, so yeah, they have, and they have this uh, uh, laser disc of, specifically of the movie Cider House Rules. A movie, I'm going to guess you have not, you, most of the movies they come up, they mentioned we have not seen. No, I haven't seen this one. I have not seen it either. Yeah, no, no <laughs> I have not seen it either. But what it is, year did it come out? It came out in 1999. So they were making laser discs up until then. Then apparently, that's right. I guess they were. I wonder when laser discs stopped being made. Like I certainly growing up, I didn't. I didn't. Even I never dis- saw one that until either. you had one. That's what I mean. Like I didn't even <laughs> discover laser discs until like I was probably in my like <laughs> mid to late twenties. And like we I, were like a Salvation Army yeah, or something. Yeah, I think I like <laughs> came like across. Walking around. Yes, I think I like came across <laughs> one or something. And I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> I thought it was a record. You know what I mean? Like, oh, is this a yeah. soundtrack? Because they they the cases. Yeah, they of make them, soundtracks for you know yeah. movies. It was like that evil, makes sense. It was like the Evil Dead or something. I think I can, I kind of remember. I was like, "Oh, this is the soundtrack," but no, it was a big ass CD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Cider House Rules. Yes, it, it is. Uh, you know, I read this. I read the synopsis on like Wikipedia, and you know, it seems boring. Uh, maybe I'm uh, hard. <laughs> I, uh, I, what's I, the uh, like in the major synopsis? Like, what happens in this movie? It's about like an orphanage, and there's this guy who like grows up in the orphanage, and he's kind of like becomes he like learns from the doctor that's at the orphanage he's like a kind of like an apprentice but he's not licensed you know what i mean okay. and he grows up there and he's kind of like a good doctor but then he wants to leave and like see the world so he does and then spoiler alert, he ends up coming back to the orphanage and running it you know after he has all this life experience and stuff you know what i mean eric i just wanted a synopsis i didn't <laughs> ask you to read me the <laughs> goddamn book uh you know i think is it a book i think it might be a book <laughs> So and also so, but check check out who's in this movie. Okay, who do we got? Tobey Maguire, Charlize Theron, Paul Rudd, future All Star, and uh, these two are crazy to me. Heavy D and Erica <laughs> Badu. Erica Badu. Remember Erica Badu? I, you know, remember nope. her? Oh, uh, nope. she's like a like a singer. She was like a like a like a singer back in the, like the back in the day. Have you ever heard the phrase "Good night, you princes of Maine, you kings of New England"? No. They've done like spoofs of that, like on Futurama and stuff. Like they'll say that, but it'll be like whatever, different. You king, you princes of whatever. And I've heard that around. You, you princes of Maine, you kings of New England, like that <laughs> phrase. And it's from this movie. Okay. It's from this movie, apparently. So that's you know all I can really. Uh, you know who else I just saw is in this movie as well? J.K. Simmons. <laughs> this movie's crazy. You did everything, dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we talk way too much about Cider House Rules. Probably more than anyone has ever talked about this movie, as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> so then Dee also has in her hand here, Dee has a letter to her future self she finds. Dear future Dee, how is Hollywood? Congrats on all your success. Stay grounded. Encloses a check for $1 million. Be sure to give it to Dr. Larry Myers as a thank you for all his inspiration. 
this is stupid. This is just stupid. <laughs> she, I love her like her like like transition of from reading the note into this is stupid is like one breath. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. even like a. It's almost like it's, no it, break. There's no break. It's like she didn't even have time to process it. She didn't pause to think about it. She just launched into this is stupid. Yeah, I feel like she like it all caught up to her at the very end, and she just went right into this is stupid, like kind of like a denial. What did she think she wrote when she starts reading this out loud? I wouldn't you remember it was like ten years ago? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. Uh, that's her. That's the point she brings up. That you what? You're just gonna bury something for ten years and dig it right back up? Like that's something she brings up here. Yeah. Why would we uh, bury it and open it up 10 years later? Like, what are we supposed to do? Just bury it and open it up right away? You're not giving yourself any time to fill any of your dreams? This is dumb. I mean, side of house rules? She throws. <laughs> I love how she throws that out as she's walking out the door. Like, side of house rules? Okay. <laughs> she's like, side of house, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that's dumb. This is dumb, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we get some backstory here about her her teacher and yeah we got to explore a little bit of the past it is sad like the note is sad it's so it's sad it doesn't make me feel oh the guys like bad. cringe like well, they Charlie po- does like a like a face yeah. Frank looks up well, like and, and funny too when they leave and, and Frank just goes hormones she's and all worked up she's all worked up and they're just like yeah it's it's probably the sadness <laughs> I think it was a failure. It was it's a failure. Failure, failure first. It was a yeah, sad. It was a sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. And uh, Frank uh, realizes there's some old pictures here at the bottom of the of the time capsule. And wait, who's this Jagoff? <laughs> what a great like Jagoff. Word great. of like the '90s, right? What Jag? The term Jagoff? Yeah, Jagoff. I mean, yeah, I remember hearing it when I was a kid, I guess. Yeah, people would say, you jag off. What happened? But I haven't heard it. Like, yeah, that really, uh, I think that came around the time of like Frick was a thing or Frig. Oh, I hated that. And people started using like fake bad words to say bad bad words. words. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it's, uh, it's Schmitty. He was the fourth member of our crew. There was a fourth member? Frank is their father. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's weird for him to like even think Not about or, or even want to kind of be like, have like, why does Dennis have him? more authority than Frank? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Wh- what do you mean? <laughs> like in the dynamic of like the gang, like, like like Dennis has like the most authority in the gang. He orders for everybody. Like we find, you know what I mean? We find out. It's yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. I mean, they all have their own kind of like role in yeah, this gang yeah. as we'll find out. Well, yeah. Apparently, there was a there was a fourth member, and you know they miss him, Schmitty. They they remember him. They liked him. Well, you know why did we ditch him in the first place? I can't remember. Yeah, Charlie says you know it's because he wasn't a good fit. He didn't fit in with the with the gang that well. Yeah, kind of got on our nerves. And, and they are sort of what are they doing here? Are they romanticizing the past? Because Charlie is right. Yeah, Charlie's right. I mean it. It obviously isn't a good uh, dynamic, but as we'll find out. But so the game. Um, what, so what's going on with Mac and Dennis? Are they just sort of like seeing the past with like rose-colored lenses, or what are yes, they, what are they exactly, doing? exactly that. They do that a lot. It seems. Yeah, <laughs> they're very volatile. And they remember that Charlie gave them an ultimatum. It was either either Schmitty or him, 
And they chose Charlie. Yeah, they all turned on him pretty quick. Yeah, and they even pushed him out of a moving car, which is something. Yeah, they try. They try to like sort of like blame Charlie for um, uh, Schmitty not being in the gang anymore. Right. But Charlie shoots back like, "Hey, you push him out of a car. You said you're out of the gang." That's like, like something. Doesn't it? The way he says that doesn't it sound like something you do in an improv scene to somebody. You said you pushed him out yeah, of a moving car. You know what I mean? Exactly. You like, have to make the person kind of explain that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was sort of a snap decision, I guess. It seems kind of harsh and and you know hindsight. Yeah. You know why don't we just uh, call this guy up and see what he's up to? Yeah, Frank. Frank comes. Yeah, Frank thinking like, why don't we just call him up, say hi to him or whatever? And then Charlie doesn't like. Charlie starts freaking out a little. Charlie really does not like this guy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's mostly um, Charlie who like is really like just bumps heads right away. Yeah. Wonder why is what, that? Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's like the I don't know. Is, is like it Charlie? Charlie is it Charlie's well, emotional intelligence that he can understand this guy's, like, a dick? Yeah, I mean, this guy is a dick, but they're all dicks. Right. It's kind of like... What, that's what the thing, like, he doesn't seem any worse than any one of them. Other than the fact that he can understand reality in a way that they can't. Yeah, he, I mean, he is a little bit better than them, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, like, he understands, like, like the, the, thing, the way they do things doesn't have to be the way they do things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's why he's not a good fit for the the dynamic. And when they're saying, oh, let's call him, I love how Charlie says, no, no, that's a bad snap decision. He like, uses mm-hmm. that term again that he just heard. <laughs> don't get Schmitty. Don't get Schmitty. We don't need a new member. Don't get Schmitty. I love how he says that. Don't get Schmitty. Don't get Schmitty. He says it twice. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the title card. The gang gets a new member. You know, sometimes I'll say the gang and I and like referring to all of them. I usually don't say the gang unless all five of them are there in my like descriptions of the scenes and stuff. I'll usually say the guys if it's like Mac, Dennis, I'll and just Charlie. I list out their names, but I, I will, I will yeah. use the term gang when it's all five of them. But they don't consider D. D is not in the gang to them. She's like a tag along. They dislike her. I mean, <laughs> they don't care about the baby bird going in that thing. And so after the opening credits at Schmitty's house, Frank, Mac, and Dennis apologize to Schmitty and ask him to be back in the gang. So they're uh, at this like yellow yeah, brick the, house, the house on the number porch. Nineteen forty-seven. I don't know if that matters, but I saw it and I thought and it registered to me. I wrote that too. It was a good yeah, year. It was a good. You had a good year that year. Good year for tires. <laughs> yeah, World War Two and everything. Uh, <laughs> Frank, uh, Frank's excited to meet this guy. Frank's all like excited about. It. Frank has like a, a a childhood, like a child's enthusiasm in this episode. Yeah, he's excited. He's just like kind of, kind of going with it. Well, he's having Mrs. fun. Mrs. Schmidt here answers, and or Mrs. Schmidt, I guess her his last name is Schmidt, right? And they call him Schmidt. So Mrs. Yes. Schmidt. Mrs. Schmidt answers the door here. Do you got anything on Mrs. Schmidt? Schmidt's mom is played by Susan Moses, who's in Invincible. Very fitting. Killer Instinct, The Fields, The Last Five Years, and Camp Dread. Nice. Um, Yeah, well, she answers the door here, and they're like, uh, you know, they're asking, like, hey, hello, you remember us? Like, where's Schmidt? They're looking for Schmidt. He's dead. And they kind of pause, and then... Charlie does this like <laughs> fake sympathy, right? 
It's yeah, fake, right? It's it is fake. a little bit fake. He's like happy. He's kind of relieved. He's not going to have to he's see. He's the Schmitty. first one to start saying it. Yeah, right? I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, he's kind of like, oh, like good kind. I think he's like, oh gosh, that's too bad. We're sorry for your and loss. Then Schmitty comes jumping down the flight of stairs here. Yeah, Whoosh! he does it. Yeah, he does this like whip thing. Yeah, like this Jones like snapping a whip, <laughs> cracking a whip. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? Like, yeah, why? <laughs> how did that become his thing? I bet he made that up. What do you got here on Schmitty while, while we're talking about it? What do you got on Schmitty? Oh, Schmitty's played by Jason Sudeikis. He was born 1975 from Fairfax, Virginia. He was in. He was on SNL, famously, of course. Uh, 30 Rock. We'll see him again in the High School Reunion yeah. episode. Uh, he's in Eastbound and Down, Son of Zorn, The Last Man on Earth, The Mandalorian, and Ted Lasso is this kind of his like new big thing. Oh, I haven't Ted seen Lasso. it yet. Yeah, no, uh, Kitty and I watched the first season. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, everyone seems to like it. We got a what's up, bitches? Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah. What's up, bitches? Yeah, he, he comes down here and you see that shit? He jumped on a whole flight of stairs. Frank, that is so. Yeah, Frank is so is impressed. So fucking funny to me. You see that shit? You see that shit? He jumped out a whole flight of stairs. Why is that impressive? <laughs> Frank can't do it. I don't know. Like, like he's like a child. Like, this is this the father. Can you imagine your father being like <laughs> excited that one of your friends jumped down a flight of stairs? <laughs> Not in a million years. <laughs> he's so you see that shit. I love how you see that shit. Uh, that that's somebody we, we would say uh, though. Yo, you see that shit? Yeah, you see that shit. That's how you. Yeah, you see that shit. Jump down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Uh. And uh, they're saying hi to each other, but and then he notices Charlie, and right away, if somebody called me Chuckles, I would not. I would be. Oh. I do not. I that would frustrate me. Well, he follows it up with, "How you been, little yeah, man?" I don't like that at all. Which, uh, as a little <laughs> man, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't feel care. great to be reminded I don't care all for the time. That at all. Yeah, I know. I do not care for that. That is like uh, totally unnecessary. But he might. Still harbor a grudge. Maybe he blames Charlie for what happened. Um. Well, that could be true too. Um. But he would have to blame all of them. They pushed him out of a movie. <laughs> That's car. true. Uh. But you know, it does. It's not. It's not. Doesn't really matter. You know, Charlie's not that little. He's regular size. You know, he's just regular. Regular size. Yeah. Uh, maybe this guy. Charlie pushing onto someone well, that's else. That's when he though. says, like, when he when he, when yeah, when Char- when Charlie says he's regular size, he goes, "Oh yeah, no, no, well, you put on some lbs." Um and nope, it's the same way. Same way. Same way he's always. Same always, same, same way it's always been. been. And then Mac, Mac, oh this guy, this guy, Max put on masks. Uh, we got a nice little keeping <laughs> up with that game. Bulk, like bulking up. The, yeah, attacked on muscle mass. <laughs> muscle mass. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this son of a bitch? I'm Frank. He yeah, just says old son I'm of a bitch. I'm Frank. <laughs> Uh, and he puts his hand out for a handshake and then just kisses Frank on the top of the head. <laughs> what I a mean, funny that's move. That's crazy, though, right? <laughs> yeah, you can't do that, but <laughs> it's a funny move. Uh, and then Charlie, don't kiss him. Don't kiss him. Charlie's like, don't do <laughs> yeah, he's trying to take his Frank. And so they, they come clean with why they're why they're there. And, and Dennis starts trying to, like, Dennis is going to stop first. He's going to tell them, you know, he's going to start apologizing. And we get a nice little game here from Dennis. Which is weird, right? This is a weird game. It is a weird game for specifically Dennis. It isn't. It isn't because Dennis can have weird emotional spikes. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
Um, he's mostly, mostly anger. I know he's mostly anger, and his, <laughs> his anger spikes. But I don't know. It, 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 our our old improv coach would call this a, a show rule. I think where if someone starts to like do a heartfelt speech, they have to start starts crying. to give a little talk. Yeah, they have to yeah. get they have to get choked up. That would be a great. Yeah. Oh man, I want to <laughs> do that now. <laughs> So yeah, Dennis starts here, start trying trying to apologize and everything. And he starts getting choked up. He starts crying, and then Mac takes over, which is a dynamic we're gonna see a couple more times. So then Mac takes over, and they're basically saying like, "We're sorry, you know, we're sorry for what we did to you." Yeah, he. I mean, yeah. Hey, man, we just wanted to say sorry for icing you out in the past. We'd like your forgiveness. I like that icing, icing out. out a bo- <laughs> boxing icing you out, out in the past. More of an always sunny term. Boxing out. They box me out. I like, yeah, they do yeah. box out a lot, but I like the icing, icing out. out. <laughs> it really means like, just like a cut ties. Get on your knees. Show some <laughs> humility for Christ's sake. And they do. And Charlie's the only one that says, really? <laughs> it's like a great. <laughs> and Dennis says, whatever it takes. Yeah, I know. What a weird, like, why are like Mac and Dennis so like in. Ian Frank in awe of this guy like immediately. I don't know. I I don't know. You remember him being so cool. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I mean, he is impressing them every step of the way, right? Now, so you far. see that shit? He jumped down a whole flight of stairs. <laughs> uh, I just saying, really, is such a gr- real response. It's such like an absolute <laughs> real thing you would say. You'd you would go, really? yeah. <laughs> 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 and they start getting down. Even Charlie, they all start kneeling down, and he's just joking. He's just kidding, you know. He's, he's forgives them. He forgives them. That's classy. <laughs> very, very classy. Very classy. Schmitty. Like, think things are classy. Well, why does he think this is classy? Does he not know what classy <laughs> means? I don't know. I think it's like it's a classy move to forgive them after everything they've done to them. I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Dennis is referring to the fake out and not so much oh, the I, I acceptance. Like, of I thought Dennis was was responding to the acceptance of the forgiveness, saying like, "That's very classy of you to forgive us." Oh, I thought he was saying that that joke you just played on us was very I classy. I That's I the way I took it. That. It makes more sense than the way you were thinking. <laughs> I was like, "How's a joke? That's not classy." So then, at a high school, Dee visits her old drama teacher, Doctor Myers, and he convinces Dee to talk to his students. You get anything on Dr. Myers here before we start? Yes. Dr. Larry Meyer is played by Rene Auburn Yonwa. Obe Janwa. Obe Janwa. Born 1940 from New York City. He was in MASH, King Kong, Charlie's Angels, Frasier, Batman Forever. And he's done a bunch of voice work. He did uh, the Fawns in the Happy Days Gang. That was a cartoon. The Smurfs, Christmas Special, the Jetsons, and. Uh, uh, the Last Airbender. Um, I can't believe right now you're not mentioning his biggest credit. Um, Doctor <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> in, in this play that we're gonna see later. Plus, this is Odo from Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Star Trek: oh, Deep Space. Okay. I'm a huge I'm Star Trek fan. Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, a great <laughs> series, and Odo was one of the best parts of it. And yeah, this is him. I have an action figure. It's like a little like. It's like not even an action figure. It's more like a doll of this guy <laughs> from as Odo from Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. And you still sleep <laughs> at this thing? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I'm a huge uh, fan of voice work, so I always throw <laughs> oh, that in. Oh, definitely. Voice work for sure. 
But um, yeah, I know this guy primarily from Star Trek, and 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 he's so awesome on Star Trek. It's, he he truly is like one of my favorite parts of Deep Space Nine. He's like a shapeshifter. He can like morph his body into like all kinds of different forms and stuff. He's cool. Is he a good guy or? He's a, a good bad guy. guy. He's like the head of security. He's like a hard ass, but he actually has a heart of gold underneath. You know what I mean? He's like a hard ass, but when it counts, he's a hard ass. He's of a gold. hard ass of gold. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. He's a great character. Um, yeah. So, so she comes. So she comes in here, and Doctor Myers is sewing a sock, as we'll see him do many times, time and again. How many socks? This like, guy seems like have to sew. <laughs> this guy. Why does he just go buy new socks? Question. I think I don't know. He's just killing time. I guess he's trading his time. <laughs> He's trying to maximize life. Uh, so Dee comes in and she starts introducing herself, and she says, "Oh, you know, I'm." D. Reynolds, I was in Frankenstein, and he remembers. Oh, yeah, D. Reynolds. Please sit, dear. And she wants to talk a little bit about high school, and he needs to apologize first, though, because in those days, he <laughs> was drinking. <laughs> so it did anything inappropriate. And it's funny here. She's like, no, no, it's the opposite. Like, it's weird to see a positive figure in any of their lives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Did you have a. Or them to be grateful well, in it. Yeah, or even to be grateful for it. You're right. Yeah. Um, did you have, a, like, an inspiring teacher or anything like that? Can you think of, like, a, like anything? Do any, like, you ever remember a teacher that, like, stood out to you? Um, No, not really. I mean, in college, I had a couple of good professors, yeah. but that was about it. Like, nothing. I, I mean, I had a uh, fifth grade teacher named Mr. Castronova who used to read, like, uh, like stories to us and all the time and play, like, Hangman and stuff like that. But, like... Yeah. I don't know. Taught, he he was the kind of guy that taught you life right. lessons. You know what I mean? It wasn't just about like like right, spelling. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, I've you? been inspired for anything. No, I, I would. <laughs> no, I would say like I don't know. Like okay. uh, I would say like if I think back, like probably my favorite teacher experience, it'd probably be Mr. Pachinski. My f- ooh, okay. I haven't. <laughs> I have an opposite about story. Pachinski? Yeah. He's like kind of a nut, I know, right? He's a nut. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you off mic. <laughs> uh, Pachinski is the name I would use in improv scenes if I was oh, ever... Oh, you used to use Mr. Pachinski as a teacher name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he used to give us... He would let us do Simpsons trivia for bonus points on our test. Oh, Mr. Mitchell used to do That's that, cool. too. That's some cool shit. I mean, the Simpsons... Yeah. I, I like Mr. Midget. He was a good teacher. Truly, The Simpsons have taught me more about anything than school ever did. World. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> like, more than school ever did, The Simpsons taught me. Yeah, so this, is, this was Dee's teacher, and she's saying to him that, you know, you inspired me back in the day, and she kind of says, you know, when I wrote you this check, and I was, you know, going to give it to you, and I became famous. Seth kind of explained herself, but he rips the check out of her hand, crumples it up. May you rot in hell, you wretched beast! Uh, okay, I'm confused. <laughs> this is a, this, yeah. You laugh every, every goddamn it's time. It's such a real response. Like, it's just like, it's such a great pause, and it's great. Like, comedy is <laughs> like, like, how? Because she's like scared. You could kind of like feel her like yeah, fear yeah, a little yeah, bit, just right? Like, like, <laughs> comedy is like, like 90% reaction. 
Do you know what I mean? It's always the reaction that is funny more than what is said. You know what I mean? Like the reactions to stuff. Like, I don't know. That's what always sparks like the comedy for it. Like what he said wouldn't be funny if she didn't react the way she reacted. Right. If she laughed it off like, ha, 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 Lee, I remember. Like, that's not funny at all. Yeah. Just to be like, pause. Hmm, I'm confused. Uh uh, okay, <laughs> like you can see, see, she's like short of breath for a second. Like, uh, okay. Well, apparently that is <laughs> that, that took a turn. <laughs> now this guy, he he wasn't really listening to her when she was like telling him this. Like, mm-hmm. like, they, yeah, that's the juxtaposition. He was so like bored, not really engaged, and like flipped like, out. He crumpled up that check before. Like, it could have been a real check. Like, yeah, but she didn't get to the point where she didn't have the money. <laughs> but he, she crumped, he mean, crumped it up and threw it back at her. I mean. That's what I mean. It could have been like a <laughs> real check she was trying to give him. Like, she didn't get to that part yet. Uh, but, uh, so, yeah, I throw, and no, yeah, that's from the play Frankenstein. It's what the <laughs> villagers yelled at her. Oh, yes, yes. And they start talking about her performance, and apparently she was really, really good. Oh, you were such a hideous delight! A hideous delight. What a compliment! Uh, <laughs> so what she can, what she's getting from this conversation, and really what she went there for, is to hear mm-hmm. that she shouldn't give up her dream. No, 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 my dear, you, you must, must give up. You, you must. must. It's far too late for you. <laughs> but it's not too late for you to no, teach. Yeah. What is he? think she's gonna teach does he think that she did any acting that's true too i mean yeah she doesn't really have much acting or comedy under <laughs> her belt like she says she does uh well nevertheless he wants her to to come in and talk to the kids and inspire them question is will you seize <laughs> it <laughs> i love his like over dramatic acting because i love it too <laughs> it's so much fun <laughs> and uh, she's mm, no thank you. You know, like mm, I, she doesn't really. Five. Well, I just don't want to be a, like a teacher. I four, no offense or anything. It's just not something. Uh, three. I just don't want to be okay. Two, fine, do, she's, one. Don't they do this a lot to the gang where they start like counting and then they just say yeah before the countdown's over? Is this like a thing? <laughs> I, yeah, I was trying to think of like is have we seen this before? And it does seem a little bit familiar, but I couldn't like put my finger on it. It's just funny to like. To the, t- to the pressure time pressure, in like, like this, we'll get them the crack. Yeah, you know? like the, the arbitrary <laughs> time pressure. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you're putting a time limit on something I don't want. <laughs> a teacher is born. Yeah, it's all so it takes. Then at, at the bar, Schmitty and the gang do some catching up until Schmitty does the butt dance 2.0. So <laughs> they're sitting around and they're, they're talking about owning the bar. Like they're talking about like what how cool that must be and. It's the life that they live in. Yeah, Schmitty loves this. He's like, this must be the dream. Like, you're, you're working in a bar. You're running a bar. This is going to be the, the greatest Imagine job ever, some, right? Like, old friends, like, came back to you and were like, oh, hey, come hang out. And they owned a bar. You would be like, this fucking rules. Yeah, it does kind of rule. Uh, yeah, they just they sit around. Yeah, they don't do much. Dicking around. You know, it's kind of lame that he's living with his mother still. Schmitty's living with his mother. Kind of lame. Charlie side mouths that. <laughs> I mean, what yeah, is this yeah, like? Yeah. Charlie's like shooting at like low hanging fruit to like chop Schmitty down. What is this behavior? Well, it's. I think it's similar to Chuckles and Little Man. I mean, they have a problem with each yeah. other. Yeah, it's very apparent. 
Like they're they're just like going at each other, right? Yeah, I would say so. This is Charlie's retaliation. Uh, but you know what's actually pretty lame is his mother's MS. Oh, your mom has. Yeah, they, but yeah, she's doing okay. But he moved in to help with everything, and so Schmidt a nice guy. Yeah, he, I mean, it, as it turns <laughs> out, he's doing something nice. Well, it was kind of a downer story, though. <laughs> kind wow, of, kind of a downer that story. How do you kind say that? How do you say that after that? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a downer that story. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a downer. Well, what are you up to, man? What's your living situation like these days? What do you do? What are you up to? Well, apparently Frank is his living situation these days. Frank says he is. Yeah, and Frank's like laughing yeah. about it for some reason. Yeah, what is Frank? What is Frank? He's like, I'm his living situation. We share a bed. It's like, should should Frank be on Charlie's side? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, they sleep in a bed, but according to Charlie, not every night. Well, what not every mean? night. I don't know. He's making. He's Pretending like it's not a real thing. He's trying to cover himself. We get a nice uh, nice bit of backstory here. Some old-timey thing with Charlie and Schmidt used to be roommates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They weren't just in the game together. It was his roommate. I wonder yeah. what that situation was and where. I bet that's what probably caused the whole rift in the, to begin with. It's got, it's got to be. I mean, it has you to be. You put them in one room. I mean, it's I would chaos. love to see a flashback episode, and it's like... Oh, a man. flashback episode, and Schmitty's living with him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I, I would love just like a life. flashback scene. Yeah, it's in Charlie's like same exact apartment or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Schmitty actually says like, "Oh yeah, that's right. Like when when we used to live together, he used to you know we used to play all these stupid games at night. Like oh night crawlers, they used to play night crawlers. I play night crawlers all the time." Yeah, we get another mention of, of the game Nightcrawlers, but we get a little more information of like what it is, kind kind yeah, of. Yeah, because it was um kind of like hush hush talked about. Uh, yeah, it was kind of shut up. Like, the most I think it. we got about it previously was they used to roll around and pretend that they're worms, right? Yeah, Crawling I think around so. at yes. the night. Yes, I think so. Yes, so I think that's why, because Schmitty suggests here that the that they should use blankets. As dirt. Or, you know, a roaming base or... Yeah, or a force field of some kind. <laughs> yeah. But that's not going to work. Charlie gets really... Ag- Frank is into this idea, but they get... Ag- Frank gets aggravated. I mean, Frank is in this idea, but Charlie gets aggravated about this. Oh, yeah. Because it's imagination-based game, right? Well, you still be using your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it is true. <laughs> so you, you're still pretending you're a worm. <laughs> you just yeah, have a blanket like any, on you now. Anywhere around, <laughs> if you're pretending the blanket is something else, too. Like, it's even more imagination based. Yeah. It's ima- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's imagination based. Well, it'll still be imagination. It sounds like something Dennis would say. Uh, so yeah. So this this what Charlie like? What does he do? He panics. Would yeah. This is like panics? a desperate like interruption of like. You ever felt this way? Have I ever felt this way? Yeah. Um. N- no. No, because I, no me. I felt the way of like Schmitty's aggravating Charlie. I felt that. Yeah. Sure. But, I felt that before too. But I think drawing attention to yourself like that is the wrong move. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we'll see it in effect right now. He's like, you know what? They, you know what the guys they really love. They love this this dance I do, the butt dance. Remember, guys, remember he starts doing the butt dance, but it's so forced. Right. I mean, Sh- uh, Schmitty points out 
quite the obvious. And it's almost like he's not even trying to be mean or anything to Charlie, but he's like, hey, dude, it looks like you're just not having fun while you're doing it. You know? Yeah, you're not having fun doing it. You, so why would we? Doing it so, so we don't have fun watching it. And that could that is 100% translates to improv. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comedy in general, yeah. It doesn't matter even if you're doing good improv. If you're having fun... Mm-hmm. Doing the bad improv, the audience is going to be with <laughs> yeah. you. I've seen some bad improv, but like it looked like they were having fun, and I was all in. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. So Schmitty does his own little version of the butt dance here. But, it, it, but, it has a little but, bit but, of different but, rhythm. But 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 but. Uh, I I kind of like the original. You know, I, I like. I kind of like the I like the I like the time capsule one. Yeah, I like the original. <laughs> and they butt butt time capsule. It's just like I don't think it can be tough. The rest of the gang loves it. I mean, they love this, and mm-hmm. they, they all congratulate and yeah, Schmitty, Schmitty. You know what you got? You know what you got that Charlie doesn't really quite have. It's that it factor, <laughs> right in front of Charlie. Like Charlie's standing right there. You you have that Charlie doesn't have. Imagine like, <laughs> why would you point that out specifically? You know what? I feel like uh, Schmitty and Charlie are both like kind of comedic relief, a little bit, and okay, I feel like yeah. maybe. That's how he is boxing Charlie out. Maybe yeah, like like the the gang looks to Charlie to for like levity. Yeah, and yeah, I feel like Schmidt's filling that void. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But uh, Charlie wants to talk to everyone in the back room. So in the back office, Charlie makes Dennis and Mac choose him or Schmidt, and they choose Schmidt. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, it, it's it's him. It's it's always been him. I mean, it's always been him. Is a great. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't see that before. <laughs> it's always been him. It's always been him. That is like That's crushing. so mean. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> crushing. Like, and Charlie's like, "What? Like, I'm I'm out of the I'm game. out of the game." And he I does do? this like this silent hand gesture of like he can't even talk. Like, like yeah, he's so stunned. He's still beyond like words. He's He's yeah. thunderstruck. And they, he starts walking out, but he looks back in the room, and they just go, him. Him. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he walks out. And this is where, like, Charlie is giving himself this own ultimatum. Like, the guys didn't say this. Right, but but he can't be there with Schmitty, is what he's saying. He's saying, like, I, can't, I cannot be here with Schmitty. So it's either you want to be with me or you want to be with them. Or I, I, I have to go. So yeah, instead yeah. of Charlie working on himself, like everybody else has to change. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, but I kind of get it though. Like if someone you just don't get oh, along. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, you know I, I get mean? it. It's like uh, you just don't get along with them. Like yeah. Like I like like positive and negative like protons and ions or whatever it is. They just don't. <laughs> I don't know. They, <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> Uh, I don't even yeah, know how so, magnets work. So at the high school, D addresses Mr. Myers' students. Do you have anything on the classroom here? Any any members of the classroom credit it? Yes, I have a few. I have Tyrone, who's played by Ray Oxius. He's uh, from Brooklyn, New York. He was in Gilmore Girls, Entourage, Veronica Mars, Hannah Montana, How I Met Your Mother, Bones, and Is That a Gun in Your Pocket? Craig is played by Johnny Pemberton. He was born 1981 from Rochester, Minnesota. He was in Middlemost Post, Superstore, which was on NBC, big show, uh, Curl Show, 
22 Jump Street. Do you know who Johnny Pamelton is? Yes, I do. Uh, have you seen him do stand-up? No, I haven't seen him do stand-up. I don't think he's really he op- known for his stand-up, is he? Well, he opened for Duncan Trussell when I saw him. Oh, so you've seen him personally? I've seen him. I've seen Johnny Pamelton, yes, live in front of. Yeah, do stand-up. Op- he opened up for for uh, Duncan. Duncan Trussell at like the Wilbur in Boston. Oh, that's cool. Or, yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, he and and he's also he pops in on podcasts and stuff. Not really in the podcast circuit that I listen to mostly. No, he's more of like a guest spot on TV. He gets like a lot of like little roles. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's funny. Yeah. He's, he's no, funny. he's really funny. He was also on that show, Son of Zorn, with Sudeikis. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Like I, I missed a ton of his credits <laughs> then. Well, you don't read every. You don't. You, <laughs> no, no, no. You, no you I just, I just take a handful. Credit. Yeah, and if you don't know what any of them are, you don't like. They don't stand out. I yeah, yeah. That. Um. Okay, keep going. Let's. What do we get next? Lisa is played by Laura Pennington. Do you think she's related to Ty Pennington? Uh, well, I have both the images up on a board, so <laughs> I think I willed that to be true. <laughs> Soon, only time. <laughs> All right, she was in Cross the Line, Haunted High, Little Birds, Girl, Positive, Bad Lieutenant, colon, Port of N- Port of Call, New Orleans. Yeah, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Yeah, that's like a you know that one? ridiculous title of a movie. Yeah, I've never <laughs> heard of that movie. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Anyway, um, theater class student is played by Tiffany Simone English. She was in uh, Greek, Drunk History, How to Get... How to Get Away with Murder, Dear White People, 20-somethings, and has a bunch of, like, Glee, um, the Carmichael Show, Uncle Buck, and Recovery Road stand-in roles. I'm not exactly sure what, like, stand-in truly means, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the, the most I know about stand-ins is that episode of Seinfeld when Kramer was a stand-in. Okay. Um, But I think it's like you... you you know, like, <laughs> it's crazy to think about it. It kind of sucks, like, movie magic. When you see, like, how movies are made, it takes, like, all the, the magic out of it. But, like, a lot <laughs> of the times, like, uh, when someone's talking to someone and they're, like, the camera's going back and forth to the person talking, sometimes they're not even in the same room. And the person's shoulder that you see, like... Oh, yeah, that's or, right. ...is just a that's completely right. different person. It's yeah. a stand-in. It's, it's, it's someone else. Yeah. That's basically what stand-ins are. They, they, they'll do a scene with somebody... But the camera isn't on them. The camera's only on the other person reacting to them. Okay. Because the other person, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I'm so famous. I don't want to waste my time doing that, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. No, I was in the, under the impression uh, stand-in was like, um, like an understudy. I'm thinking of like an understudy where like someone that like learns all the roles or whatever. And like, if they need someone in a pinch, like, yeah, I don't, I know. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's it's a different thing. A stand in is what you were talking about. It's the cover for when like the person's out there. Literally a body angles, a body, a body. Yeah. From the behind or to get the lighting. It's just a body. I I can do that. I have a body. (laughs) Maybe I could be a stand-in someday. Yeah, get in there. You should. Yeah, I don't know who you'd stand in for. Or uh, <laughs> Tom, Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. That'd be pretty sweet. Man. He's so awesome. <laughs> uh, but you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta fly those jets and everything and jump off buildings. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so D comes in here and she, there's a whole classroom. This is where we meet the class and. She lets everyone know, you know, she's D. Reynolds and she's an actress and comedian. She's Ugh. a oh, she says she's she says she's a professional 
actress, mm-hmm. comedian. Like I, I don't know how professional she is. <laughs> I think you can get paid for that. Uh, so comedian, do you like that term? Do, do you hate no, that term? I hate that term. It's I so think she like old timey, says right? Because everybody hates it. Yeah, <laughs> comedian. Like it's so stupid. Like comedian, and I think the same thing for actor and actress. They're yeah. just actors. Yeah. They're, all, they're actors. all actors to me. Yeah, they're actors. Like the term that term what was the term of like, gender? <laughs> exactly. I don't <laughs> but I, uh, yeah. The, the the she's a professional comedian and uh <laughs> I got to start introducing myself as a comedian. A comed- a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a comedian. You try to put the, the emphasis on the cum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I usually do. <laughs> uh at least to try. One of the one of the uh the people, one of the students, wants to know what has D acted in. Uh, a lot, a lot. I've acted in a lot of things. You, you may not have seen all of them or any of them. Or it's not time for them. questions. I'll let you know when it's time for questions, though. <laughs> I'll let you know when it's time for questions. D seems unprepared for to answer a very simple question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what have you appeared to? She could like say an M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> That's right. She should have said that. That would have been so funny. Uh, uh, and she's done some off-Broadway pl- uh, with The Nightman uh, Cometh. That's right, too. Yeah, she should have said Nightman Cometh and uh, Night Shyamalan. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, if you're going to say you're an actor, you have to be prepared for what, what have, have you, you acted in. <laughs> yeah. If, if Eric, you say you have a podcast, and I say, "What is your podcast?" You should be prepared to answer that question. Right? Yeah, I should be prepared to be able to tell you that. Like, even if I was lying, I should <laughs> have some sort of answer. Yeah. Well, what kind of liar are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she wants everyone to put their phones away because uh, everyone's just doing whatever. But uh, one of the kids is like, "No, I'm I." And D kind of zings them here a little bit. Yeah, said the turkey. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> Who's she? How would you ra- how would you ra- how would you rate that zing? <laughs> That's a nine out of ten for me. A turkey? <laughs> I love. Call- I call people at work turkeys all the time. I just walk to a room. I go, "What's up, turkeys?" <laughs> and they all look at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Said the turkey. <laughs> oh, said the turkey. It's just like a. <laughs> I don't know. It's always, it's on a level of uh, a not joke. Yeah, it's like it's not. It's, so it's like anti comedy. <laughs> yeah, uh, but she says laughing. Oh, wait, who's she? Who's she? <laughs> she'll zing you. She'll zing you back. She'll zing you. She'll zap you. <laughs> Just know that about me. And they start coughing. They all. Everyone in the class starts doing this coughing thing. Yeah, Pemberton starts the coughing. And have you? Is this a reference? What is this? No, I think this is just a way for kids to be annoying. Like, yeah, but how do they all know to do it at the same time? I don't how know. How do they do have group f- mind? Because they've done it before. Because he says, oh, they're doing sure, the coughing but, thing. Yeah, but what is the coughing thing? Well, one person starts coughing. Someone younger than <laughs> us probably knows the answer, but. Well, it's just, a, I feel like when I was in high school, too, like, then your, your class, like, it's just like yes ending. One person starts, like, coughing. Yeah, but we then, would know how to do that, but people don't. Like, you know what I mean? Uh yeah no I don't know I feel like a classic like a couple kids like like dickhead like kids trying to be funny and like I think they would catch I don't know I feel like it's something that could happen <laughs> put a lot of faith in those kids 
I do. I do. They're, they're, they're in drama class. They probably take improv classes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, they, as Mr. Myers points out, they're doing their coughing thing, and he lets them just take out their phones and do whatever. They but, do uh, love their phones. Where's that inspirational man that, that Dee knew like when she was in this class? My inspiration in those days was fueled entirely by the alcohol. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, 100%. So then Charlie shows up, and Dee tosses some inspiration his way. So, yeah, the door just kind of pops open here. <laughs> okay. And uh, it's Charlie. <laughs> he does uh, just like a walk on real quick. Uh, and uh, what I would call, if I was an improv teacher, I would say a disruptive imp- walk Yeah, this is not like a, <laughs> I don't know, this doesn't really propel the story in any way, really. Like in an improv scene, it would take focus away from everything. I mean, it'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> How did he know D was here? There's a lot of, like, fill-in-the-blanks that we don't really understand about this, but he does, like, pop in, and he what? Like, what does he want from her? Well, he just wants to hang out. At first, he's like, what's going on? You want to hang out? Yeah, but, like, how does he know? Uh, Yeah, you're right. It's kind of convoluted. Well, he's just, he he got kicked out of the gang, and they, any one of them, whenever something like this happens, they do fall on D. They resort to D. Every one of them. Yeah. Well, uh, they know they know she'll always be there. Yeah. You know, like when Matt when Matt comes in, he's like, you know what? We should get married or whatever that thing. Mm-hmm. Was, remember that one? Yeah. Or like, I, Mac or fights like fights gay marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Dennis always will show up. Like when. Oh they yeah, were, when, when they he broke. breaks up with Mac, he just yeah, stops yeah, yeah. by for some for a movie night. Yeah, they fall back on D. Like, D's their one and only other friend besides each other. They True. have to fall yeah. back on. So, yeah, he he figured out she was there, and he shows up. He wants to hang out, and he explains everything that happened. He got kicked out of the gang, all that. And she's, you know, she's she explains, I don't know where this idea that she has a new job comes from, but she explains she has a new job. She's a teacher now. I don't know where any of this comes from. I mean, well, and Dr. Larry Myers, like. Are you there? pronounced her a teacher i don't know if you remember that yeah but like that doesn't make it official obviously <laughs> coming to talk to the class like one time or right is is one time yeah it's she's a, getting ahead of herself but she is <laughs> looking as this might be a career for me yeah she's a teacher now and uh she's trying to inspire these kids but maybe she could toss i love the term toss some inspiration my way well she toss some inspiration charlie's way like and she does she she actually gives her really good advice. Yeah, she does. Says, she really does. Charlie, you are really good at cleaning shit out of toilets and taking the trash and throwing it into dumpsters. <laughs> so why don't you get a new job somewhere else doing those kinds of things and make friends there, okay? Charlie takes that in, and what she what I guess what she is saying is that he should get a job at that school and be best friends with Dick. One hundred percent. It's funny when they want to be best friends a day. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it's always like, uh, well, I feel like Charlie is more inclined than anyone else, right? Oh, definitely. He's done it before. Mm-hmm. I mean, they teamed up to do the acting thing. They like, oh, she's, that's another thing she could have uh, mentioned in her acting. Oh, it's street the acting. Cigarettes, the cigarettes, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they, they, Charlie and, and Dia, uh, when, like, uh, I, I, when they team up, it's more civil. Mm-hmm. Than any of the other ones, kind of. So, yeah, so she gives him some good advice, and he's going to go talk to the principal, 
He's going to get a job there. <laughs> and, and, but she doesn't want that. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. So then at an Italian restaurant, Dennis, Mac, and Frank ask Schmitty to officially rejoin the gang. This place is pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? Are you guys going to try to bang me afterwards or something? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice turn. We only come here for special occasions. Yeah. Good, good. Wait, wait, what's the occasion? Well, we brought you to this luncheon, Schmitty, because we want to make this official. Yeah. Uh, Mac, do you have the ring? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Schmitty, we, uh, we missed a lot of good, good years. A lot of special time. Yeah? With, with you. And, Thanks. Uh, you know what, I don't think I can do this. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take over. I'll just, I'll take over. being a big time puss. Schmitty, we want you back. If you'll have us. What the hell is this shit? It's a sterling silver clover ring. When we put all four of them together, <clears throat> makes a four-leaf clover. Solidifying our bond for all time. You're kidding though, right? No, we've never been more serious in our lives. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Sure. Yes. Right. Yes. He said That's yes. A yes. I'm That's a yes. Oh, we bagged him. We bagged him. Oh no! Wait, hold on. Wait, no. I didn't order yet. Oh, that's okay. I took care of the food already. Yes. Dennis orders for us. That is a humongous shrimp. Well, it's because it's not a shrimp, Frank. It's a prawn. Yeah. And I don't like prawns, so I eat around them. Yeah. Well, I'll take your prawns if you want to take my salad. Yeah. No. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm doing. You can do that. No, wait, 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 why don't you just order what you want? Uh, well, Dennis kind of has the best palate. Yeah, I have the most refined palate, Schmitty. That's just how we do things now. You've been away for a while. It's fine. No, that's no, that's not what I'm going to do. Excuse me. Hey, come here really quick. Um, can I get, uh, you have linguine? Yeah, can I get linguine instead? Uh, and uh, what do you guys want? Order whatever you want. Linguine's too heavy for lunch. No, no, what do you want? I want fries. Fries no. for this guy. No, no, no. I can have fries? Oh, you yeah, don't like your salad all of a sudden, Mac? I, Dennis, I hate salad. You hate salad. Yeah, Where is this coming from? Anything. I hate this restaurant. Yeah, this restaurant what? blows. I'll have a ginger ale. All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Get right. into it. Nice. Yeah. I'm saying that now. Can I say that? Now? What? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Take yeah. it. That's yours. Yeah, by all means. All right. Yeah, Did you get a ginger ale? Ross, I love this scene. This is so funny. This is a great scene. This is a lot of fun. I I, I, mean, I I love it. I love just Dennis like not getting his way <laughs> and being a little bit sour about it. I love what we find out about Dennis and the and the. Like, I love what we find out. You know what I mean? Like Dennis orders their food for them because he's a more refined palate. That's a wild thing to find out. Well, this late in the series, right? Wouldn't you yeah. just say this almost goes under inventing? In improv, where you're sort of like rewriting the past in a way that we didn't see it the way before. Yes, yes and no, because Dennis does have a weird like manipulative like. Sure, but we've never seen him like order food for someone at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, but we never seen them order the food. That's true too. You know what I mean? We never seen the actual process of the food being ordered. So yeah, who knows? I I just think I I, I just think it's like almost on the verge of like i don't know if i buy this reality especially later it comes out of nowhere is like yes saying. yes and like you're saying we haven't seen these specific things happen before but we've never like i'll, I'll just say it we've never seen them wear the ring yeah the ring the rings are funny the ring almost feels like they made it up like for this specific like even the gang will like say oh no we just made these yeah you know exactly I mean? like, that's why it, like it, it's inventing 
Right. Yeah. We're yeah, pulling yeah. this out out of the spot to serve this one purpose. It sort of distorts past reality. I won't think about it beyond that, but like it does bother me a little bit. <laughs> It's a fun episode. As Frank says in the in the gang gets held hostage, you don't think about this too much. <laughs> no, I, I know. We're here for fun. <laughs> it is. It's sort of like, you know, when you're writing this, is it more fun to have these goofy rings? Yes. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? So I know. just fuck it. Uh, so, yeah, so this place it comes down. Schmitty's like, yeah, this place is nice. Uh, wow, what are you guys going to bang me after this? What a great line. I've actually used that in real life before. <laughs> Did, did anyone do this like insane fake laugh that Mac does? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but Dennis does tell him to like keep it down a little he bit. Does, <laughs> it's like this, like, this is cool. too much of a laugh. <laughs> yeah, he tells him to calm down. And no, 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 no. They're here because it's it's a special occasion, and they want to make it official. And Dennis like starts trying to talk, and this is when Dennis starts getting choked up again. Yeah, this is the second beat of that. And, you know, Mac goes digging for the ring in his pocket. Well, why is he being a big-time puss? This is what Schmitty says. Why is he being a big-time puss? <laughs> it's a little a little much, but... A little much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it does raise some questions why Dennis is getting very emotional about, I don't know, having a lunch I don't in know. the middle Dennis of the day. Like, like, Dennis is... Dennis is, a, is, is the hormones. It's part of the hormones. <laughs> because they're twins, they share hormones. Well, they say they say that he back says to to Schmitty, "We want you back," and he presents him this clover ring. Mm-hmm. What the shit is this? <laughs> when the, well, apparently, when they all put their hands together, it makes a four leaf clover. And this is like what? Stupid as fuck. <laughs> I mean, what is this? This is like uh it's like cringy. It's so cringy. Like if we were on an improv team and there was like someone on a team like trying to do this, I would feel insanely uncomfortable. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> I'd be like, wow. Yeah. Someone thought this was an idea. I don't know. It's just it's so crazy. Yeah, they put the they put they put together and it forms a four leaf clover and solidifying their bond to the end of time. <laughs> And Schmitty says, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. He's like, he's I like, don't care. <laughs> the way he's like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking it, like, so extremely serious. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. This is what I need to do. And then, yeah, fine. And, and Frank's like, oh, we bagged him. We bagged him. Yeah, this is a proposal, right? This is a proposal yeah. In, yeah, in a weird like, way. It's just kind of like, yeah. Something of a proposal scene. I mean, solidifying and a bond to the end of time. Um, <laughs> and this is this is where the food comes. Food starts being delivered, but <laughs> Schmitty didn't even order yet. Oh, I didn't order yet. <laughs> but no, no, Dennis orders. Already took care of it. He orders because he has the most refined palate. Yeah, you, you've been away for a while, Schmitty. This is just how we do things now. Uh, it's I, funny when it's del- when it delivered. Like the, it, uh, she's like, oh, it's a humongous shrimp. It's not a shrimp, Frank. It's a prawn. <laughs> and he like corrects. So what is up with that? Like weird dialogue. Like, and it, there is a difference between a shrimp and a prawn. And usually prawns are bigger. Sure. But like, why not? Why didn't he just say it's a big prawn? Like, what was the point of Dennis like correcting him? Is that improv? Was that improv? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, because he said, well, it's not a shrimp. It's a it's a prawn. I know, but if you were writing a script, would you bother writing that? Yeah, I would. If oh, Dennis okay. ordered for them. Then yeah. it means the guys aren't even aware of what they're eating. 
Oh, I see. I, uh, okay, I see. So it takes yeah. the step. It, it's like an even step further from like uh, he ordered something we knew about, but now he's ordering right. stuff we don't even know about. And uh, apparently Mac does know about Braun because he eats around them. Yeah, he doesn't like them. So he's around them. <laughs> So Frank was like, well, I'll trade you my salad for your prawn. And looks to Dennis for, like, approval on that. And Dennis gives him the approval. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Why is that fine? I don't know. Seems like it shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it shouldn't. It's, like, off limits, right? Yeah, kind of. And so, yeah, they start swapping. <laughs> this this uh this really confuses Schmitty. This is, like, really takes Schmitty, like, what is going on here? Like... <laughs> Well, you just order like what you want. Yeah, he like, doesn't like this, it? and honestly, I wouldn't either. Would you? Are you crazy? No, I no. I that's, hate that's, this. That's this is psychotic. My <laughs> yeah, it's, that's absolutely psychotic. Psychotic, and he calls over a waiter, and because he's like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. And he calls a waiter, he orders some linguine. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, what do you guys want? Order whatever you well, want. Look, Linguini's too heavy for lunch. I mean, Dennis like sneaks out of there like, no, Linguini's too heavy for lunch. And, and uh, Mac wants fries. Fries, yeah. And, yeah, and then he's like, the way he goes, uh, it's a fries for him. I can get fries. <laughs> the way he says that. I got a fries? Kid, like a little what, kid. you don't like your salad off a of sudden, Mac? I, I hate salad, Then I hate salad. You hate Dennis. salad? Where is this coming from? Yeah, it's like the way he says that too. Like I hate that. Like, like he's admitting it. You know what I mean? Where like Dennis is like shocked. <laughs> Where is this coming and, from? And apparently Frank doesn't even like the restaurant. None, none of this is good. Yeah, this restaurant blows. And Mac uh, sneaks in an extra ginger ale there too. He gets a ginger ale. Oh, and a ginger ale for this guy. Like I, <laughs> I like how like. <laughs> this like this is snowballing and like you could just see Dennis like boiling right yeah, yeah. this is like this totally gets out of like de- completely falls out of Dennis's hands right like, he had it like perfect in his hand and then it's just smashed to the ground yeah and Mac wants to do his little whip thing he wants to do Schmitty's whip thing now oh yeah yeah you can have that dude would you <laughs> get a ginger ale <laughs> I love that why like, does he say that <laughs> I don't know, because it's like Max going what Like, he has, like, the freedom to do whatever he wants now. Like, like he's taking Hia, and, like, would you order a ginger ale? You're crazy. Like, <laughs> like, they're shocked and blown away that they can order whatever food they want. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's surprising to them. Because <laughs> they've only been able to uh, eat what they've been ordered for them, right? So, at the... At the high school, Charlie applies far and gets a janitor job. I'm a little confused. Are you telling me that this photo of Bruce Jenner is your resume? Well, when I showed up this morning, I didn't have a formal resume on me, so I was sort of hoping the photograph of Mr. Jenner could could represent the standard of excellence I'm hoping to bring to this position. I see, and, and you're looking for a job as a substitute teacher. Substitute janitor. Look, I'll clean this building so good, you're not going to know what to do with yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not a proud man. You know, I'll do the jobs that the other guys don't want to do. I'll degrade myself. Uh, I'll make a genuine ass out of myself. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll swallow that eraser whole just to prove to you. I know. No, please, please. I'll no. swallow it whole. No, 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 no. You don't have to do that. But I'm, I have to say, I don't think I've ever encountered someone who's so passionate about joining our custodial staff. 
The passion I have for the work that I do yes. is extraordinary. It probably goes beyond Jenner. Uh-huh. And I'm serious. I'll eat that eraser whole. Come oh, on. no. Oh, yeah. it's, not, it's not this. You don't need to eat the eraser to prove your point. Uh, sure. Uh, you have the job. Are you serious? I love your attitude. It's Sir, fantastic. I'm not going to let you down. I mean, right. I'm going to start cleaning immediately. Okay. Immediately. Uh, but first, can I eat the eraser? Are you you're saying you want to eat the eraser? Well, I'm asking if it's edible because it certainly smells of grapes. I don't, I don't think it's edible. Can I just test it? I'd rather you didn't. I kind of want to, I might need it. All right. Well, you win this one. I'll, I'll pick up one of my own and I'll eat that one. And that way everybody wins. All right. Well, welcome aboard. All right. All right. Thanks so much. <laughs> and Ross, before we jump into this scene, do you got anything on our principal? Yes. Principal Mac is played by Dave Foley. He was born 1963 from Toronto, Canada. He was in The Kids in the Hall, as we previously talked about. He was in News Radio. I loved News Radio. Uh, committed Run. Me too. Wasn't it a good show? Underrated. Yeah, it was. It was very funny, yeah. Uh, committed, Run, Runny, Run, Will and Grace, Scrubs, Dr. Ken, The Middle. So it starts off here with, with, with his name is Principal Mac. Yeah. How strange. Pr- uh, Principal Mac is holding up a picture of Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Bruce Jenner? Uh, or yes. Caitlyn Jenner, as she is known now? The athlete? Yeah. Well, Bruce Jenner is What do you have to say <laughs> Well, Bruce Bruce Jenner is now known as Caitlyn Jenner. Correct. She's known now. Yeah. Um, but this was a picture of 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 her when I I don't even know what year this would have been. What the eighties? Um. So that's a picture from nineteen seventy six. It was the Montreal 70s. Olympics. So um, so Bruce Jenner. I guess uh, I didn't even know this. I don't even know like Olympic history or anything like like that. So in the U.S., I guess like they can compete across like numerous events and i i guess he went like five like for five like making his personal best like performances during these five events that like in one day wow imagine like Uh, doing the best you've ever done at something five times in a row in front of the whole world like that's crazy (laughs) no like to be like (laughs) To be like truly at the top of your game is I don't think I've ever been or will get there. Like what could be being at the <laughs> complete top of my game? Like to have tangible proof of being at the top of your game. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty wild. <laughs> well apparently apparently he's thinking this picture of Bruce Jenner is is uh, a substitute for a resume. Yeah, it's a representation of the standard of excellence he's gonna bring to this job. And if it's going by those like per- that performance, then that's, I mean he- that's some hell, that's percent excellence. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so so he's holding the, the so yeah, this picture is like a because he didn't have his resume on him or anything, not a formal you know? one. No, where did he get this picture from? The it 70s? looks like he ripped out of a magazine because it, it does have like tears. What magazine has this picture in it? I mean, I don't know. He probably went to the high school library. So and 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 the. Uh, Principal Mac here thinks he's he's applying to be a substitute teacher, substitute janitor, a substitute janitor. Why does he say that? <laughs> he uh, just doesn't I, know. Well, D is <laughs> uh, well, she can't be a teacher, but she's a substitute teacher, right? Yeah, but he doesn't know that. She didn't say that to him. Yeah, and she's not officially a substitute teacher, right? She's no, she's just speaking to the. Class. Yeah, she's just. <laughs> I, I'm getting confused. Um, but yeah, but I, th- so I think yeah, it's so just a funny juxtaposition. It's a, yeah, it's a zig a when you think someone's going to zag. I think it's just a joke. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, and he's going to clean this building so good. And he's not a proud man. He'll degrade himself. Yeah, I'll do the jobs that the other guys don't want to do. I'll, I'll degrade. I'll make a genuine ass out of myself. <laughs> genuine ass out of I'll swallow that erase the hole just to prove it to you. <laughs> well, uh, you know, he doesn't have to do that. You know, Principal Max seems to be pretty impressed. Because I'll swallow it whole. And uh, he says that the the passion he's because like, he says like wow I never seen anyone with your passion yeah and he says that his passion is extraordinary beyond Jenner yeah it probably goes beyond Jenner goes beyond Jenner like I didn't catch that to like probably like the fourth time or something we were watching this that little line of it goes spoiler beyond alert Jenner. that's my favorite line <laughs> really yeah it probably goes beyond Jenner like uh, to to like create like a, a like a status of excellence and be like it probably goes beyond that like i've already established my resume which i think is like the best thing possible (laughs) i think i'm better than the best thing possible he you know what he gets the job he doesn't have to do you know are you serious he loves his attitude it's fantastic um but can i eat that eraser first so are you saying you want to eat the race? I love that. Like that's such a good like voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's it's like perceptive. It's real good listening. I think. Yeah. So um, you're saying you want to eat the race? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's not a matter of like the job anymore. Yeah. It's up for the job. There's no stakes. It's just something you want to do at this point. Well, I'm asking because well, it's because uh, it certainly edible. smells of grapes. Yes, yeah, smells of grapes. But uh, no, he doesn't, you know. Can I just test edible. it? <laughs> no, because he might need it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you win this one. I'll pick one on my own and I'll eat that one. That way everyone wins. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, <laughs> I don't, would you still hire the guy? No, he's trying to <laughs> eat an eraser. <laughs> so then at the bar, Schmitty goes through the initiation ritual. And this, they're kind of at the bar here, and they're they're worried that he's late. He's supposed to be there at three, and uh, he finally comes in. Mm-hmm. And did you? Where the hell? Is it? What did we say? Three? Did we say three? Three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the guys o'clock. are like so like panicky and like they're like on pins and needles about this, right? Yeah, they're taking it way too serious, taking all the fun out of it. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't, I wouldn't want to go. Uh, and Schmitty didn't think being late mattered, but apparently it does. All right. And he's not wearing the ring. Oh, come on. You don't really want me to wear that thing, did you? And Max's face, like, he looks, like, offended. He's like, <laughs> we're pretty big sticklers with that. Like, he looks like, like, he can't believe it. <laughs> like, that, you said that? Like, pop so that on. He, yeah, pop that on. <laughs> Sorry uh, about that. So, time to ring. Got it. And there's candles, and he points over at some flowers. Which he goes, these from? And you catch Dennis going, we bought those. Yeah, yeah. They're like, like, they can't take a joke. Like they no, can't, no, like, no, 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 no. Because this means so much. It, it, like, there's no such thing as a joke right now. Everything has to go according to like plan, you know? And they got a picture of Schmitty here. Where'd you get that? We, we got to you. <laughs> we got to you, Schmitty. We got to you. <laughs> we got to you. <laughs> <laughs> Would that worry you? Like, yeah, it's so <laughs> scary. 
And this is where Schmitty says it. He says the greatest voice of line, voice of reason line there could be. <laughs> this is weird as hell. You guys see that, right? You guys see that, right? <laughs> like, don't you wish you could say that to people sometimes? Like, this is weird. All as hell. the time. You see that, right? Yeah, like, I want to say it all the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, am I the crazy one? Or, like, you see how strange this is, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they are, like... Now, what's weird about this? This is a men's <laughs> ceremony, okay? They have ceremonies for all sorts of men's clubs. The Mafia, the Freemasons, the White House. Uh, so the gang is a men's club. The White House is a men's club? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> wow. I mean... I it's a funny what, joke. Like, I kind of I get, like... I kind of get the Freemason and stuff, but, the uh, like, there probably is some weird ritual. But it is funny to all then also mention the White House. And what they're doing... Uh, whenever you have to state what you're doing is very cool, it's probably not. <laughs> you Trust me. What we're doing is very cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank goes to light the candles, and Dennis puts on the song. And this is Sadness Part 1 by Enigma. Is that a... Uh, so tell me about Enigma. They are... A band, or what do they do? Uh, Ross, Enigma is a German musical project founded in 1990 by Romanian German musician and producer Michael Cretu. Uh, yeah, cool. and it's just kind of uh, weird, whatever, weird do they, shit. They don't have any hits or anything, right? This is just kind of like a miscellaneous track that they yeah. found? or uh, as far as I can tell, yeah. Uh, as far as I can tell, I looked it up on YouTube to confirm, and you, that that is this song. Yeah, cool. And as the subtitles, I don't know if you watch this. With oh, I do, I do, I do. But it, they describe this as monks chanting to disco music. <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. Monks chanting to disco beat. Oh, disco beat! Like they can't like you. Sometimes they'll say the the title. Yeah, of the that's song. A, that. That's why I thought maybe it wasn't. Um, I don't know, known or anything. Yeah, yeah, made it up or something. But no, no, it's a real song by Enigma. Sadness, part one. And as soon as the beat kicks in, because it does have like a kind of a yeah, cool they, beat. <laughs> yeah, they, they start swaying. Sway thing, the sway thing. Like <laughs> it's hard to convey in the audio format. Like, you gotta see them sway. Like they do the same <laughs> the shoulders, exact time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and Smitty like kind of makes a joke, and they tell him, "No, take it seriously. You gotta take this seriously." And so the ceremony will start with with Mac doing a sweet roundhouse kick to a bell they have <clears> set up here. Oh, we should say that they have like a a chair. Oh yeah, with yeah. A picture of him. Let, let's start over. Let's talk about like the the setting right now. They have yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. a boombox on the bar, and next to the boombox is uh, a bouquet of flowers. Right. Yeah. And uh, to the just right of the bar, where the bar stools are. Uh, is a hanging bell, and then right. we have a red carpet right down the middle of the bar, <laughs> right? Right. And yeah. there's an office chair with two end tables that have candelabras on them, and uh-huh. a, um, a a large photograph, a Very candid, large. I guess. They do this quite often. It looks often, kind of like just like his headshot or something, right? Jason they do this Sudeikis. often. It does. And don't they do this often with these large photos? Yes, yeah. We've we've already seen um and Max and Dennis I'm sorry in Mac and Charlie's um die don't they have yeah, the a photo 
A blown up photo? I believe so, but and they also the baby when the, the they were oh faking the baby God. in the coffin. That's right. Uh and do we do that episode? <laughs> yeah, we must though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh the the baby uh, yeah, yeah, they do this this like this blown up picture thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, good it's thing a funny that. it's a funny thing. Uh so Mac is gonna gonna do a sweet roundhouse and he's having a hard time doing it. Oh yeah, it 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 takes him a few times. Uh, and as this is happening, Schmitty is like commentary. commenting. Yeah, he's got some color Dennis, commentary. And Dennis is trying to stop Schmitty from doing that. Like he's saying to Schmitty, like, "No, it's cool. This is all part of it. Like, no, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it." Like he's trying to get him to like stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's it's so obvious. Mac mix, misses five times in a row, and like, it's all part of it though. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it. <laughs> Enjoy it. Uh, it could be fun. Um, it could be fun. It could be cool. Could be cool. And so Schmitty just gets up and does it himself, and does like a like a yeah, and kicks the bell. And Max does this crazy look at Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, Kubrick look. Oh, oh yeah! Remember right. we talked about that before? Yeah, yeah. The uh, pointed head down look. And this is where Mac is like. This is where Mac is off board. So first it was like kind of Dennis at the restaurant. Well, first it was Charlie. We oh, get the first three Charlie, little pigs. Charlie's like right? the original, mm-hmm. right? But like, like Dennis kind of sours on him at the restaurant, and mm-hmm. Mac sours on him here. Um, three strikes and before, we, and before we got the scene, I would regret it if I didn't mention that. Yes, this is diegetic music. They are playing diegetic music out no. of the radio. Thank you. In Dennis's car, <laughs> they kick Schmitty out of the gang and attempt to push him out of a moving vehicle. And you know the 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 he, Schmitty's excited because that ceremony was pretty lame, but ending it with hot air balloons. That's pretty cool. Yeah, hot air balloon ride. That's pretty kick ass. Um, that would so be awesome. I, I like how they, they've all they're all like sitting in this car. They don't want to be with him. They've lured him with this like idea of a yeah. balloon ride just to get him in the car so they could push him out of the car. Like, yeah, like he didn't, he why don't they just tell him to leave? Them. Yeah, he didn't come with them. Right. So, so yeah, he could he could have left. Like, presumably, he has his own car. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, they, and then they 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 say to him that you know he's out of the gang, and Frank push him out. Frank push, push him out, Frank. Like you hear Dennis is like <laughs> yeah. squeaking, like yeah. squeal, like push him out. Uh, Frank can't do it, so they pull over, and Schmitty just gets out. All right. Um. It, it was nice to meet you. <laughs> like <laughs> he says that to Frank after Frank tried to push him out of a movie. It was very yeah. nice to meeting you. <laughs> and and uh, I love this where all right, Dennis, peel out. I, I I was gonna peel out, and then you don't take the steam out of it for me. Dennis hates that. Dennis hates yeah when, when like, you jump the gun on him. Yeah, when you jump the gun on him. That is really something that bothers Dennis. It happens quite a bit. <laughs> it's oh. like he's trying to do a speech or he's trying to like say something or work something. But you couldn't wait get a, for it. <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> but my friends, they couldn't wait. For that. For that. 
<laughs> like he just like can't. He needs like his timing. Yeah, yeah, it's important. So they they peel out and uh, tell people uh, we pushed <laughs> you. What a great line! That is a great line. So in Doctor Myers classroom. D comes in hot and lets the class know they are going to rehearse Frankenstein. So she comes in kind of like all excited. Yeah, she's got a keyboard teacher, and everything. Yeah, she's tell, she tells Dr. Myers she's going she's gonna to inspire him. Slams a book down on this kid's table. Rise and shine, dickwad. <laughs> okay, and this is a great teacher. Yeah. And he is wasted on you. Well, not anymore. We're going to be rehearsing a little musical today called Frankenstein. Now, isn't it so strange to hear one of the gang members praise somebody else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is a great teacher. He's wasted on you. That seems so crazy for one of the gang to say. To be appreciative or recognize someone else's excellence over theirs or any, yeah, gratuitive nature of any kind. Well, that's just stupid. Get out. You're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. Yeah, like, that's, that's such a D comeback. <laughs> These comebacks are just you, you're that thing. What you said, that. now you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? And anyone else that doesn't want to be here, they should just go to. And all the students get up and start Everybody leaving. Gets up. Uh, but no, that's just something people say. And, uh, <laughs> it's just like laughing off. I, l- I love that when D like makes a big mistake like that and tries to re- retract it. It's not. It's just something people say. You guys are gonna love this. So then we cut to the rehearsal of Frankenstein already in progress, and we got two people on the stage being like villagers. Doctor Myers is playing the keyboard that D brought, and he's wearing like doctor a doctor outfit. Mm-hmm. The kids are on stage reading. Robotically. (laughs) Robotically, not acting very well. (laughs) And this is where we see D stomp on to stage Mm -hmm. in full Frankenstein regalia. (laughs) Regalia, yeah. (laughs) It is just like, wow. (laughs) Where where and when did this happen? (laughs) And I like when we get this like whole like little like, I don't know, monologue out of her. A song. Yeah, yeah like a little, a little bit of a song. Now, I'm not familiar. Now, I didn't look anything up on Frankenstein. Are you aware of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Yeah, I, I know of it. I, I haven't read it. It's on my... I didn't look anything up on the Wikipedia because it is on my... It's in my audiobook queue. And I'm going to listen to it. It's only like... It's not long. It's like five hours or something. It's okay. It's not yeah, that long. That's doable. Um... And you know, I because I listen, I listen to like because sometimes you think like oh, old ass books. I mean, how good can they be? Mm-hmm. Um, but I listened to an old ass, like over a hundred year old Sherlock Holmes book, and oh. it was awesome. Well, <laughs> those awesome. are different. I think those are different. Yeah, maybe, but like, there's a reason we all know Frankenstein. Well, yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, the classics like, are classics for a reason, right? I, and I've been they stand I've the been test listen- of time. I've been listening to some of those books going like, let me find out why. Mm-hmm. You know, I listened, I listened to a James Bond book and stuff being like, where, where did all this shit come from? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I, I do. I am going to do that with Frankenstein. I do have that on the list to do because I am curious. Like, is this actually good or is this going to be boring as shit? You know? <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out. We're going to find out. Um, so, yeah, she sings this little song here about her, her deadly clutch. <laughs> and uh, she sort of does like a... The stage directions, you know, after she's done with her song, she slips out into the. I into retreat the mist. into the mist, and now Doctor Myers, you are Doctor Frankenstein, so get up here and get acting. That's right. He's so excited to do it, and he he he, he puts a loop on. D. <laughs> like, yeah, like how he he like he does this like swift arm movement, like <laughs> yes, let's go get him. Like and he like immediately slips and falls. He slips and falls, and I am shattered to pieces. What a great line. A lot of great oh, yeah. lines in this episode. Unbelievable. Oh, great dialogue. I am shattered to pieces. I know. And then he, the way he's like looking up and holding his hand up. Like, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It is so theatrical that like <laughs> I would have to ask myself, are you acting right now? No, you bitch. I think I broke my hand. <laughs> Why is this stage so slippery? <laughs> what a like, what, like an observation. <laughs> Why is this so slippery? Slippery. So then, in the hallway, so in the hallway of the high school, Dennis, Mac, and Frank ask Charlie to be back in the game, and they come running up in the hallway, and they're slipping and sliding. Yeah, we get, we get this like nice cut to of like why why is the floor so slippery like? Yeah, and we get yeah. our answer right away. Charlie's been waxing the floors of the hall. Uh, of the school for the last two hours, did the whole school? Whack, whack, yeah, the whole store, the, the whole school, real good. <laughs> Only took them two hours. It's pretty fast. Uh, and they're they they're like doing their fake like nice. They're like pretending to be impressed and shit. <laughs> and he lets them know that D inspired him. She said that he could make this whole school slippery. <laughs> I said, sure, I'll give him a best shot. <laughs> And then she she also she also threw in that they could be best friends. And I was like, sure, I'll give him a best shot too. <laughs> they seem confused by this, <laughs> don't they? The <laughs> rest of the game? Doesn't this conversation remind you of um, the last episode where Charlie and Dee have a conversation by the McBoyles? In Dee's version, it's like she like kind of lashes out at him, but oh, in yeah. Charlie's version, like they have a cordial conversation. Of like nice costume, right. is yeah, this yeah, like yeah. is this like Charlie always does misinterprets conversations or with D or yeah, is he maybe. just really trying to make the gang jealous? I, I, maybe it's a little bit of both. I'm not sure. Um, but a- anyways, n- nevertheless, Dennis is like, all right. So Dennis starts trying to talk, and then typical fashion, he starts crying that's getting upset <laughs> and mac even says like what's wrong with you like mac yeah yeah like questions it now <laughs> yeah because before it i don't know i had a bigger weight because it was with schmitty i don't know yeah so mac finishes and mac gives charlie the clover ring and wants him back in the beginning yeah uh it's pretty classy that they're doing that but they should have done it sooner He's a, a long time ago I'm a janitor now. Flicks the ring at, at Mac. Yeah, falls on the floor. It falls on the floor right behind him. Yeah. And he starts waxing the floor and walking away, but looking directly at them. Yeah, he, he has that, like, looking back at them. 
And we end of the episode. And it's one of those episodes that ends without a conclusion and does not have it to be continued. And relies on the next episode. Yeah. Interesting to not have a to be continued. I mean, it is. Because they have had a to be continued. It's happened. Yeah, but they've also had no to be continued. That's what I, that's what I mean. There's no there's no system. Yeah. Just they got to figure that shit West. out. But it seems like every season has a two-parter, and this is going to be the one. Right. Right, yeah. And that's the end of the episode. Ross, what is your favorite character? My favorite character is going to be Schmitty. Just, just to have new blood within the gang. Is kind of rare. I'm going to go with, I agree. I would have went Schmitty if I wasn't going to go D for just the Frankenstein. Oh, really? Yeah, like the, the ma- just doing the makeup for that, what, 30 seconds? Yeah, just <laughs> doing the 30 seconds uh, is pretty funny. But in that, uh, I don't know. I would have went, with, my, my runner-up is Dr. Larry Myers. Of course, yeah. And what is your favorite line? My favorite line is, well, I have two. You may rot in hell, may you rot in hell, you wretched beast. And the passion I have for the work that I do is extraordinary. Probably goes beyond Jenner. Oh, nice. I'm going to say my favorite line this episode is going to be, I have, I am shattered to pieces. It's a great, it's a great line. <laughs> I want to use it. Like, I want to store it in the back of my head. You got to fall, like, though. Hurt, when I slightly hurt myself, I am <laughs> shattered to pieces. <laughs> well, if you ever make your return to the uh, to the uh, skating rink, yeah, the skating rink, <laughs> yeah, sure. And what is your favorite scene? Charlie and uh, Principal Mac. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the initiation, the bell. Really? Yeah, when he's trying to kick the bell, and he's just like, hey, enjoy it. I don't know. I lo- I like that. Mm-hmm. It's either that or the restaurant. Yeah, the restaurant scene is super strong. It's uh, like that in the uh, the principal office scene are kind of like neck and neck for me. And Ross, now that brings us to the IMDb trivia challenge. These Ooh. are three trivia facts. One of them is the uh, is actually on the website IMDb, and the other two are made up by me. Ross, please tell me which one is the real one. Number one, Jason Sudeikis guest stars in this episode. Later, Charlie Day and Jason Sudeikis co-starred in Horrible Bosses. Number two, the Clover Rings were custom-made and cost $5,000 each. Number three, Caitlin Olsen played Frankenstein on Broadway in her teens. Uh, I'll go with the first one. Bruce, is that trivia? That they were in a movie together? I mean, it, is it? Is it? I mean, it's it's just... A- I don't know. It just is. It's it's just a fact. I don't know if it's trivia. Trivia to me makes it seem like it's interesting knowledge, right? Yeah, it should be. It should be like interesting where like because there's a coincidence of a of a greater kind. Or like it wouldn't be easy to find. Like like you can just see on IMDb already that the two are in the same movie. You know what I mean? It's not. You don't like, even have to go to IMDb to know that. Yeah, I just like know baseball, that because like I've the seen baseball that movie. Thing, <laughs> like like the like the baseball thing about. About the card, like retire, the the ca- guy retiring in two. Yeah, that's trivia. That, like, I mean, that's like that's like a trivia thing. Like, oh, yeah. this is like it's like an interesting fact. There's some about information this around it. Information around it that yeah, sort of know. ties it together in a better way, not just like you, you won though, Ross. You won. Oh, good. Here's another interesting thing, just because I love video games and I love this video game specifically. Um, so Dave Foley in Renee. 
Obejanwa both appeared in the 2010 video game Fallout New Vegas. I think that's oh. pretty cool. I don't. I think it's pretty cool just because is that, I like trivia? that game. Is it trivia? I'm not sure, but I, I definitely uh, want to shout that out. All right, Ross, that brings us to our final thoughts here, Ross. You see this shit? This episode just jumped down a flight, a whole flight of stairs. Or kind of a downer this episode. Kind of a downer. Jumped down a whole flight of stairs for me. Yeah, I mean, Sudeikis is funny. Caitlin Olsen in that Frankenstein suit is so crazy and just weird and funny. Uh, yeah, we get some great backstory, some great history of the game. Yeah, th- this episode in a weird way stands out to me in that, like, it doesn't have the same feel as previous episodes in the season. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's because it's just, like, new setting, a new character, like, or what, but it just has a different feel. I think it's all the guest stars. There's so many other people in this episode. Yeah. It's like, it's like, there's not, that doesn't happen all that often. It's like, no, no. it's like, it's like Country Mac or something where like somebody else hanging out with the group changes it. Yeah. And it's not even like, uh, he's playing a minor, he's playing a major character. He's becoming a positioned member of the gang. So it's like, right. It's not like they're in the background, like a McBoyle. Uh, right. Uh, Ross, what do we got, uh, going on next time? Oh, you didn't say next week this time. <laughs> I know I almost did, but I <laughs> you wanted myself. to. I wanted to so badly. All right, next episode is D. Reynolds: colon, Shaping America's Youth. Yes, this is the one that isn't on uh, Hulu, so find it on a DVD. The band episode. Band. the bone. What can we expect from this episode, Eric? Racism. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> juggalos. juggalos. Yeah, Juggalos. Huge takeaway. Um, uh, the Professor. Uh, lethal Weapon. Yeah, the Lethal Weapon 4, Reshoot. I guess. Yeah. Reshoot, yeah. Have you seen any of Lethal Weapons? No, I have never seen a Lethal Weapon movie. I'll, yeah, I'll I watch one. Have, I never have either. Yeah, maybe we both should just watch one, yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, you should come over. You should come over and watch. We'll watch it together. I, I got a popcorn machine. A, a pop. You have a popcorn. popcorn machine. Yeah, you know, like you a microwave. Like, at, like, no, like, like, like you would get like at a carnival <laughs> or something. Uh, why? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Maybe uh, Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll watch a lethal up. It'll be very funny. Um. But yeah, I mean, this episode, I mean, it's easy for me to say this episode is funny. Yeah, no, this dude, this episode is so funny and it really calls to attention like the problems we have around race and stuff and or even talking about it. Yeah, just having the dialogue. It does a lot more than most do like, Um, um, but at the same time, yeah, maybe it's not the best version of what it could be. It's funny because the newest season they address, they acknowledge like, it, they, they acknowledge, acknowledge this head on. They acknowledged this episode head on. I think five episodes ago, when they were like, "We did a shoot, it didn't work out that well." Yeah, remember Dennis says uh, that to some, says that to somebody about lose the weapon. Yeah. Oh no! I don't he makes know. this like offhand comment of like, "Yeah, we did this uh, lethal weapon movie. It yeah, 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 it was in bad taste. Blah blah blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, then yeah, like five know, episodes yeah, later, Dennis, we're gonna see it. 
Dennis specifically knows it's in bad taste. Yeah, but I feel like that's that's the writers and that's like the gang saying, "Hey, we yeah. acknowledge this like ahead of time before you yeah. tell us." Um, All right. Well, I'm gonna be wildly uncomfortable, so it should be interesting how uh, it should be should as be awkward an, as an this last episode. three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like a whole hour of that. A whole know. hour of the awkward. I don't know. I don't know what to like. say or how to say that. So. Or I don't. It's not even like I, I don't even know what to say. I, I don't. I don't have the right to say. You know what I mean? Like if it doesn't affect me, then I, I shouldn't have an opinion. Like you know what I mean? If, yeah. I shouldn't say it's good. I guess. I. You know I, mean, I mean, to a degree. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you're. You can have an opinion whether or not it has weight. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Yes, that's a good term for it. yeah. But uh, all right, well, listen. Thank. I'm sure that'll get all our down. That'll be all our, our biggest downloaded <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not looking forward to the next episode. But everyone, thank you so much for for sticking with us. And 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 this is almost. I I, I don't know how much this is gonna get edited down, but I'm looking at like two hours right now. Yeah, I'm looking at one fifty three. <laughs> just I just saw it go by, and uh, I mean, this I is mean, a pretty jam packed, tight, no nonsense. We didn't take one break or anything. Who's this? Is your edit. <laughs> it way. is my edit. It is my. Edit. It's always funny to think like, who's making it this far? Why? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> you don't need to. No. No. I mean, I would be fine. I'd be fine if you. I'd be fine if you tapped out right after the hey yo. Yeah, just Welcome. get us that right. download click. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Ross, I don't want to do that bit. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. I'm tired, too. I, I'm too tired. Like, I can't. My, my brain doesn't have the energy to, like, do improv. Yeah, for the listeners, like, we were going to do the bit where uh, oh, Dennis I'm just gonna gets. I'm going to cut this out. I'm just going to cut this out. <laughs> I think it's funnier know. just explaining it to them. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, God. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we're going to do this bit where. Um, Eric was going to sign us off and he was going to get emotional about it. And then I was going to take over and then get emotional myself. And then we were just going to like kind of like hot potato it back and forth until it just sort of ends. Do like the <laughs> do like the dentist, what Dennis was doing in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're too tired. It's yeah, late. It's late. And I guess until next time, listeners. Good, good day, day to, to you. Use. Always Sunnycast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com. And if you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis.